Welcome to the Recruit Graduation Podcast, live from Washington, D.C. I am your host, Andrew, and on behalf of myself and team, we want to express our love to all of you. I'm excited today to bring six, yes, six wonderful women to the show, all having husbands at Navy Boot Camp. Welcome to Episode 5, and welcome to Amanda, Anna, Danielle, Hannah, and Robin. Welcome. Yeah, here, come on. Where's all your noise? Here. There we go. There we go. So I am excited. I met all six of these on our Facebook group, Recruit Graduation, in the, the Navy Navy group. And so, like I said, they all have husbands at boot camp graduation or boot camp training uh, about to graduate in April 3rd. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. Yep. April 3rd. All of you? Yes. Yeah. All right. Yep. So let's start with how you guys met. How did you six come to know each other so powerfully? I think Amanda has to go with this one because she's the one who initiated all of this. Okay, so I met Robin and AK through our PIR group. Danielle found me through the PIR group because her husband wrote to her about my husband and she got my name. Hannah, what, did we meet through the PIR group too? (laughs) Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and then we all be... The Facebook page for our division. And I think that's how we can. That's right. It. Yeah. And then we all ended up in a group chat wow. for a certain reason. And then now. So 13. Yeah. Now, now, now tell uh, the non-Navy people what PIR stands for. Pass interview. Pass there interview. You go. That's right. You got it. That's right. So some Navy terminology. So, so yeah, you all met on Facebook. Uh, you found me somehow in our group in which it's been awesome. Um, I don't know how you guys found us, but we have over 1,500 people that are part of our, our little Navy family group. So it's interesting how such an awkward time in our, our world, in our country, has brought us together. And so yeah. did you guys ever imagine that you would bond that much with six strangers? No. No. <laughs> no. We talk every day. Like every day. Every day. In the morning, at night, sometimes all day long. We talk a lot. Something happens. <laughs> we talk a lot. Uh, yeah. well, well, I'm glad you're with me. So I want to kind of go through and have each one of you introduce yourselves. You know, give us your name, where you live, uh, your husband's name. You know, it's kind of whatever you want to share with us. So Amanda, we'll start with you. Okay. Um, so my name's Amanda McNelly. My husband's name is Austin. I live in Sholo, Arizona. Um, we have two kids, eight and 10 year olds. And yeah, my husband plans to do this as a career until he can retire. So we'll be together 12 years in September. Anna, your husband's Hi. Yes. How are you? Do you like me to say my husband's full name? Yes, I would. (laughs) His name is Stanislav Oleksandrovich Kolesnik. He's Ukrainian. And he came over here when he was eight years old. I met him about five years ago when we started dating. And we recently got married back in January. For the first month of marriage, he was shipped away from me. <laughs> um, we have two dogs, a great Pyrenees named Coda, who is a horse, and a German Shepherd named Angel. I used to have a dog named Angel. That was my first dog. Aww. Aww. But he was a little, little tiny dog. Um, so, yeah, you guys met just this pa- – you got married just this past January, and then he shipped out to boot camp in February. Did you know he was going to join the Navy? Yes and no. We had talked about getting married previously, and then he literally came home one day and he was like, hey, babe, I'm going to join the Navy. And I was like, huh? (laughs) We're supposed to get married, like, soon. So we ended up um, pushing our wedding date sooner instead of further out. We were supposed to get married this time, like, towards the end of this year. And we ended up just 
going with a minister and got married at a national park, and it was beautiful. Nice. Now, you guys can have a second wedding when he has his uniform. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Already planned. That is awesome. Awesome. So, Hannah, um, now you and your husband – no, Danielle, let's go to you next. Danielle? Hey. How are you? Good. How are you? Tell us about Danielle and Ryan. Um, so we live in North Andover, Mass. It's about 30 minutes from Boston. Um, we have two daughters and two dogs. Um, Ryan is a professor at a college in Beverly, Massachusetts, and he joined the reserves. Awesome. And so when you go to reserve, you actually have to go to boot camp, right? You do. Yep. Because he, I know I went into the Marine Corps um, late in life. So I was in my late 20s. And isn't Ryan's a little bit older, right? Yeah, he's 36. Yep. So has that now, and you've heard from him, has that, have you heard like, is he experiencing things differently than the younger recruits? Oh, for sure. Yeah. He is sore. (laughs) Same. Yeah. He's, but he's, you know, he welcomed it. Change of pace. He's really happy. Our husbands are older too. Like my husband is 32 and me. So that's why we have a lot in common because all of ours are older than 25, right? And we're also all older, too. But now, yeah, boy, this is the first time a bunch of ladies has given me their ages. So this is uh... (laughs) now, Hannah, um, I knew I had a high school relationship here somewhere. Right. Hannah, you met your husband. You didn't really know each other in high school, but you went to high school together. Yes, we actually graduated together. Um, We've been together for four years. We've been married, I guess I should say. Um, And we have two miniature Labradoodles, Luna and Zoe. We weren't really friends. I thought it was weird, but hey. <laughs> and, and where are you from? You probably said it. I yeah, missed it. Virginia. Okay. And Robin, last but not least, how are you, Robin? I'm doing good. Good. Tell, <laughs> tell us about you and Chris. Chris and I actually met through some mutual friends, and he was super obsessive over me. I was like, you're going to be the girl I'm going to marry. And I was like, boy, no. <laughs> Here we are married um we've been together for about five years and been married we got married in june of last year uh we live in nampa idaho and have three children two girls and a boy and then um a saint bernard a blue healer and a big giant gray cat wow now you guys have a lot of animals between the yeah you guys probably have 25 dogs and cats between the six of you uh so good thing we the like mili- animals yeah. yeah the military moves you that's a nice thing when you guys do move they they pay for it right so awesome well good yeah, to meet all nice. of we're you. hoping yeah so um so so all of you are new to the military right have you had some military legacy in your families my dad um so i was actually born in germany because of my dad being in the Desert Storm War, um, he was in the Army. So he, let's see, I think he was in for 13 years. So, I mean, I don't remember anything. I was just born there, and then we moved back to the United States. But my dad was in the Army. So Okay. Yeah. Well, you guys are already experiencing the community of the, of the military, and it doesn't mm-hmm. change. It even gets better. And from your personalities, and you know, like I said, you know, we've all met on Facebook. You all take a leadership role, probably not just in my group, but other groups. And that's something that's going to carry with you for whether four years or a whole career in the military. And so, you know, those younger military spouses, girlfriends um, really will look up to you. So you have a big role to play as you move forward. And I think all of you are going to do an awesome job doing that. So in our Facebook group, you know, we came together really because of this, the coronavirus 
and all the you know the graduations being shut down and things like that. So we hear a lot of you know read a lot of comments from moms, grandparents, and like I said, spouses and girlfriends. So what's a couple of things that you guys can kind of help out with and, and, and give some advice on like how you guys handle this day by day with bad news, good news, not hearing from your husbands? Um, what, what can you share with the folks? For me, I would say, honestly, get yourself a good support group. I think <laughs> meeting a man and AK has been... I'm going to cry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's honestly been a God's blessing for me because I'm the type of person that I'll shut down and I'll lock myself in the house and I won't talk to anyone and just get really depressed. So, I mean, I think, yes, having friends and family around you and home is a great thing to have, but it's also nice to find a connection who, with people that are going through the exact same thing that you're going through. So, like, when you're upset for graduations being canceled, you know, you don't have them saying, oh, it'll be okay. Yeah, eventually it'll be okay. But in that moment, you want someone to sit there and cry with you and be mad and yep. go through all of those many different emotions that you go through with, you know, the amount of bad news that we've gone through the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. It yep. was nice to have someone that was in the same boat as me so they could share those same emotions and be angry and be upset and be sad and everything with me. So I completely agree, Robin. I think finding you ladies and just having somebody that I could go to and talk to because you guys were going through the exact same thing, it helped tremendously. Like, yes, I have friends at home. Yes, we still hang out. But the ladies I've met through this process have changed my life the better. That's incredible. Danielle, what do you think? I agree. I mean, it's it's hard to um I think I feel like you kind of feel bad like laying this all on your family when there are, you know, there's a lot of crazy things happening here too. So, to have a a group of people that know exactly what you're going through, it's yep. been really helpful. Yep. In the military community, I mean, we're actually pretty small and you are right. Once you you know, at this period of time, you're still connected to your family and loved ones. But as soon as graduation's over, you know, your husbands are going to move. You guys are going to just, you know, displace. And you're probably going to do it three or four times, you know, over the next 10 or 15 years. And so that connection with families obviously still there. But you do, you, you have this new family. And believe it or not, you guys will probably be stationed together at some point. You will be We're part hoping. Of, yeah, you'll be part <laughs> of groups together. And I will tell you, you know, We don't have any male spouses on here today, but the wife, the spouse at home is really, I've just seen some amazing strength, especially with like really high ranking enlisted or officers. Their wives have been with me 25, 30 years. And I can't even imagine the strength they have to do that. And I I know they do it because of A, their leadership, you know, and helping other people being involved. Um, But what Robin said, having that support system with people that are like-minded. Hannah, what do you think? What can... What would you like to tell everybody? I don't know. I think everybody kind of feels the same. I mean, mm-hmm. I know that these group of girls, like I've probably spoken with Amanda more than any of the other ones, but she checks on me like every day. And, you know, I try to do the same with her and our husbands are actually in the same division. So like if I get a call, I'm like, you better tell McNally to call Amanda, you know, back and forth. So like we just try to be there for each other and stuff like that. And it really helps to have someone who's on your side. You guys know where your husbands will be going to A school, so I know one Pensacola for Hannah, right? Yes, Hannah. my husband and Amanda are staying in Great Lakes. Okay, 
It's funny, Andrew. Actually, Hannah and I's husbands are both going to Pensacola, and she's actually driving down here Thursday, and we're going to go to Pensacola together. Oh, wait, so are you both going to fly? No. no. Oh, she's going to drive. Drive. Okay. Yes. Awesome. Well, I was. Yep, and stay at my house, and then we'll ship out. Amanda. <laughs> yeah, thanks to Amanda. She, she connected us. <laughs> How nice. You'll love Pensacola. I was stationed there for five weeks during my training with the Navy, and so it's a great place to be. So. Um, well, you all are just unbelievable. And I know in our group there is, you know, I get on daily, do my, you know, Facebook live stream and try to be motivating and inspiring. But I, you know, I don't, I do know how you guys feel to some extent, you know, I, I was married while I was in the military and, and it's hard uh, to be away and especially all the unknowns. Uh, but I know all the community, they really appreciate everything that you do. And the one good thing you guys, you know, you put out good information. You know, I know Robin, uh, just put out some information the other day that really just helps um, everybody relax a little bit. So, okay, so let's do a lightning round. So uh, I'll give you the question and then you guys go. So name one thing you miss about your husbands. And remember, this is G-rated, okay? Name one thing you miss about your husbands. One thing that you miss about your husbands, Amanda. I miss his cooking. Anna. <laughs> I miss... Sleeping, to be honest. <laughs> Danielle, like just laying down at night with him. That that's good, Danielle. Um, I'm I miss his voice, Hannah. Oh my gosh, I miss JT's laugh. Like I know I have not laughed near as much without him here. Robin, I miss the emotional support and security that he gives. Those are all wonderful. Um, number two, name one thing at home that reminds you the most of your husband. Uh, everything in this house has everything <laughs> his I don't know like everywhere I turn there's his stuff so I I miss him just looking at everything in this house Anna um it would have to be all of our game systems because we game together so when I game I feel closer to him <laughs> so gaming is a big thing in the military oh yeah it is so yeah. we're prepared <laughs> Danielle um, he has this, his favorite blue shirt that he left hanging up in the closet before he left. And I just left it there. So oh, wow. Hannah. So before JT left, he like left like little notes all throughout the house. So he's left oh, seven oh, of them. So like every time like, I open up a drawer, like there'll be a note there. So I've kind of like kept them exactly where they are. So I can see like little notes that he left me. That's so cute. That's cute. That's really sweet. Robin. Um, last outfit of civilian clothes that Chris wore. He took them off when he took a shower and he put them not in the laundry basket, but on the floor next to his side of the bed. And I have not, I mean, I've picked them up and moved them to vacuum, but otherwise I'd probably say our bedroom because we spend a lot of time in there watching movies and playing games. And so speaking of clothing, I was talking to another, an active duty mom actually. Uh, and she was like, Oh, I'm color coding my closet. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Boredom <laughs> kicks in. Was, yeah. All right. Next question. Name one of your husband's top strengths. Amanda. Um, he has a few, but he's strong mentally, I feel. Awesome. Um, Anna. So I would have to say his drive, but he's also super into the gym. So he does have quite the muscle mass. Danielle. <laughs> Uh, he has great resiliency. Oh, I love that word. Yeah. I love that. Hannah. Um, I think determination because this is something that he's always wanted to do, but he was kind of not scared, but there were just a lot of things that kept him from doing it. So him actually like 
taking the courage to do it. I think that's really awesome. And Robin. Um, my husband, I'd say problem solving. He can literally figure anything out and make it work. So it's been rough with him gone because when stuff breaks, I'm like, well, it's broke forever now. Chris isn't here to fix it. So this last question. So you know your husbands are going to come back different individuals, right? I mean. Yes. Yeah. Maybe. A little. Maybe. Oh, I think my husband's changed for the better. He's grown up. Like, yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I was looking back at some old pictures of me. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I was just so different. And and one thing that impressed me about military is their ability to articulate because they're really taught how to tell a story, how to give a class. Um, You know, that's something that I just am amazed by. So this last question, name one thing. You hope your husband learns from boot camp training. Amanda. <laughs> I already know what he's learned from boot camp training. He like realized the um, the value of this family that he has at home and like me being his wife. Like he's really really realized what he has at home and I have too. Like I miss him. Yeah. Aww, I realize what I have as a husband. Yeah. Anna. I completely agree. I remember in one of his first letters he wrote to me, and this is a little sappy, but he was like, I never truly understood how much my heart was bonded to yours. And that's stuff that he really doesn't say. So for to see that like written out in his handwriting, it was just like a, whoa, like he gets it. You know, he's really into it. So So he writes a lot to me about mm, when he gets home, he's not going to waste any more time. He's just going to make the best of every day. And I think that's really awesome. Awesome. Hannah. Okay. So I hope as a funny, I hope he can tell time now because I was like, <laughs> what like he cannot tell time. <laughs> so hopefully he has like really gotten onto that. Um, but no, I mean, I know like how much he loves me. Wow. me. So <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know how to answer that question other than just, I hope he tells he can tell That's all. Hey, I'm telling you, so now it's military time. I still have to use my fingers. Do you guys know the secret to figuring out military time? No, tell us. Um, well, but now I, I said it. Now I'm, so it's two hours. So it's about 1600. What time is it? Four. Four o'clock. Two. Yep. It's always a difference oh. of two. So okay. 20 hundred is what? Eight. Eight. Yep. Eight o'clock. Robin, what's one thing you hope your husband learns from boot camp? I mean, I I can definitely see it in his letters. Is he values and appreciates the time that we do spend together, and understands why I'm so OCD on cleaning the house, and instead of wadding his clothes up and just shoving them into his dresser, he's actually folding them. And Agreed. putting them away nicely. I was say cleaning, but I didn't want to. But yeah, I hope he learns to clean. <laughs> yeah, I, I promise you that they everything will be in order. I mean, he'll wear a belt. He'll tuck his shirt in. I still do it. I mean, twenty some years later, I still don't walk <laughs> in the grass. You know, I hold the door open for people. So. Uh, yeah, there definitely will be different men when they come back, and you know, it will help your relationship. So, um, let, let's let's shift a little bit into, and I, I don't want to make this like a sad thing, but like, do you have fears? I mean, what, what's the, what do you think some of the fears are with, you know, the other folks in our community and what do you guys think about and uh, look when you reach out for that support, um, Amanda? Um, sorry, I'm going to cry. My fears. 
right now is I don't know when I get to see him again. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Nope, <laughs> no, I, don't yeah. cry, Amanda, because you're already making me cry. <laughs> I already cried. Like he's in Great Lakes, and I thought I had the advantage before any of this virus because we were going to get overnights together with our kids and just have the weekend together. Now I don't know when I'm going to get to see him because they're on lockdown and just like his letters, he just says he wants his family back so bad. Mm-hmm. And I just miss him so much. And it sucks because it's like unknown. Yep. So yeah, that's, it's hard. Yep. And we don't have to go through everybody, but who does anybody else want to kind of to chime in on this, you know, some fears, anxieties that you guys deal with on a day-to-day basis. I'll go. Um, I think my biggest fear is every letter he writes about how excited he is to see me. And our letters used to be counting down when we got to see each other. I mean, the minute I found out his PIR date, I booked my flight, um, my hotel, my rental car. I mean, I was ready to go, got everything in order. And then when I woke up one morning and they said graduation was canceled, Um, I literally laid in bed and screamed at the top of my lungs, just how could this happen? And I called Amanda and AK and just told them the news they hadn't heard yet, I don't think. Um, And we all cried for a long time. And then it just seemed like from that point forward, every single day, it was a bit of more bad news. And then we started getting the dark letters from them where they're so upset that it got canceled and... Um, you know, just the unknown of, of all of the information that's given out on a day-to-day basis is Mm -hmm. one day this is canceled, but then the next day something else has changed. And it's just, it's hard because in my head, I had specific dates and expectations of, okay, I can see him in this many days and he'll be done with camp and I can talk to him. He'll be done with a home and, you know, in a couple of his letters, He's, um, tells me how he would do anything for his family, including give up his own life. So, mm-hmm. I mean, when he says things like that in his letter, it's, it's really sad because I know being in the military, that's one of the things that you are doing is you're mm-hmm. going up there to, to give, you know, possibly your life to fight for your country. And it makes me really proud that my husband was willing to do that, mm-hmm. but it it's, I mean, I, I know that it's selfish of me to think that, but sometimes I I wish that he hadn't joined the military at times. But I also know why he did it and his reasoning behind it was really important to him to follow his family's footsteps and, you know, want to be something to where we had a secure lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, you know, it, it's kind of hard for, you know, I, as I hear you guys, you know, I, I'm really sad. Um you know, when I, when I started this tonight, you know, talking to you guys today, you know, you guys, you know, you're going through this right now is going to pay dividends for those young people that you help two, three, four years from now, because you're going through this. And I think, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that if I, I look at one positive from this, I see that. And, and same for your husbands, yeah. when they become leaders, I mean, they're already leaders, but when they get uh, sailors underneath them, you know, this is going to come back. Like, like, a, like a, when you, you know, in a, in a motorboat and you put the brake on, all of a sudden, you know, the, the wash comes over you. That's how it is in the military. Your training just comes back so quickly. And it's the same for you guys as well. So, you know, thanks for sharing that. I didn't really, you know, 
want to talk about sad things, but I think it's important for the listeners and other families to know that you guys feel this way and you're going through this. So, oh, did, Andrew, I'm sorry. I had a phone call. What did you guys ask? I didn't get to hear oh, it. <laughs> um, yeah, we were just talking about like, what, what's one of the fears you have? What fears I have would probably have to be the communication, like not having that communication. Like booking is really showing me like that, that time you spend with them. And even just talking on the phone with them is really precious. So my fear would just be like a loss of complete communication. I know sometimes when they go underway and stuff like that, that happens, but mm-hmm. that would probably be mine. Do you guys have any, uh, or think of any, Hannah, do you have any like tricks to get over those moments? Or do you think that you'll come up with some, you know, for the future? I think I just really reach out to like Amanda and then I have a couple of friends that are actually already in the Navy. Um, so, you know, they're just a really good support system to be like, Hey, you know, it's going to be fine. And I really just, um, you know, I, I am spiritual. So a lot of times, you know, I'll pray, or, you know, I'll pull up my Bible and I'll just be mm-hmm. like, okay, you know, it does give me peace and, um, you know, allow me to kind of see a bigger picture and a different perspective of, you know, I know that this is what he's supposed to be doing and whatever happens is, you know, that's what we have to work with. So mm-hmm. agreed. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah, having that spiritual part of your life is really important. And, some, and then having all your animals, right? I have to assume your animals are keeping you company. <laughs> the best cuddle buddies. Yeah. Yes. Well, I'm proud of all you guys. You guys are incredible individuals and humans. I'm just blessed to know you just over Facebook. <laughs> and uh, I never realized I had never been on Facebook more than maybe two hours of my entire life. And now <laughs> I'm on that stinking thing. Every minute. I mean, I wake up at two in the morning, Facebook. Um, uh, but my biggest fear, Facebook, uh, Facebook, man, they are hardcore. They shut you down like that. They have so many they rules. Will. I had to hire somebody to actually, because I've already messed up twice and they had to bail me out. So y'all have to be really careful on what, what we do on there. It's crazy. Uh, but, yep. you know, it's a great tool um, and it's a great ability for us to communicate. Um, so I really appreciate your guys as a leadership. And I know that you're going to blossom even more as military spouses. And there's just a huge opportunity for you. You're just, I mean, this goes without saying, you're just as important as what they're doing. I mean, even though they're on the front lines, you're back home on the front lines and you will never, ever know how important that is to your husbands. It's uh, almost like we're their home base. Yeah. 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 Cause at the end of the day, they get to come back to you, whether it's a day or a month or six months and that's it. And it's really, it's really, somebody mentioned earlier about, you know, we kind of separate from your family, but you're it. It's you and your husband. I agree. You do separate from your family back at home, but then you create a new one. Like these ladies that I've made, I'll probably be friends with them mm-hmm. till I'm 80 in my rocker, like <laughs> yelling at kids to get off my lawn, you know, it's crazy. Well, <laughs> this, have you ever heard the phrase, hurry up and wait? Oh, it's yeah. All right, well, I am impatient, and yeah. so is my husband. Like Austin is so impatient, and I'm the same way. I'm learning to get patience, but right now it's just like at this point, I had everything booked. Like Robin did immediately, and I've been counting down the days. So are our kids, and then now it's like every day is just a letdown. Like I just can't wait till he calls me. I'm just so proud of him. He's just. Yeah. I just can't wait to hear from him on Friday, but it's just. <laughs> Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> We're almost there, guys. Yeah. Right Hur- hurry up and wait. And the other one, uh, your husband will do more, sleep and eat. So I'm telling you, I've never met a person after you know before the military that can just immediately, if you stop, everybody just falls asleep. I mean, <laughs> you know, you're out, you're out on a march. Okay, we're going to take five. Everybody's sleeping. 
Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So they'll they'll have probably more patience than they probably left with uh, because they've got that hurry up and wait mentality. And so so I would encourage you, you know, keep that attitude of understanding the military is different. And the military didn't issue issue a wife to your husband. That's what they'll tell you. Right. Have you heard Mm -hmm. that? Yeah. So (laughs) if they wanted you to have a wife, they would issue you one. So or a husband. So that sometimes it doesn't seem like they're as patient as they should be, the military. So, you know, just keep that spiritual, like Hannah said, your spiritual life up. And that's what's going to hold you guys together. So um, I just want to thank you guys again. Uh, Anna, Amanda, Danielle, Hannah, and Robin, you're awesome. And (laughs) you guys are awesome. You're awesome. (laughs) You've been amazing through all this, helping us. Grabbing information when you do your lives. Well, literally, you'll, you'll go on live. And either Amanda, me, or Rob, I'll be like, because I have nobody to talk to. I'm like, oh, I might as well get on Facebook. No, no, it's been fun. I've, you know, I don't know. So, but thank you for that. And thank you guys for all you do, your service. And I just want to thank everybody who's listened today to our podcast. Please keep tuning in. Visit our website, recruitgraduation.blog. We're going to publish this probably tomorrow so you can listen to it over and over and over again. Thanks, guys. I'll see you later. Stay wiped out. See ya.